I, I don't even have an intro for you guys. I, 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 I don't have an intro for you guys. I, I just get, let's get into this. Let's get into this. You are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Look, man, we ain't, we ain't doing none of that. We ain't, do, look, this is a different type of podcast today. No more, you know, this is Kuka Hill, all, you know, subscribe to the channel, five-star review. Thank you for making Lockdown Pistons your first listen every single day. Like all that, yada, 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 yeah, whatever. This is rock bottom. It's going to take everything in me. It's going to take everything in me throughout the entirety of this podcast to not lose it. By the way, this episode is brought to you by Price Fix. Easiest, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash lockdown NBA. Use code all lowercase lockdown NBA for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Now that I have to do. That that right there is a mandatory thing. I have to do that. But everything else, we ain't doing that. I don't even know where like this may just be 30 minutes full of ranting. I just got home from the game. I went to the game tonight against the Jazz um with my job, with with with, with my uh with my day job. Fun event. Had fun. The, the Utah Jazz didn't play half the rotation. I was going into this game in that party bus having fun, thinking that, you know, this is going to be the game. They're going to end the streak here, and we don't have to worry about them, you know, making history on the losing side. Half the Utah Jazz rotation was out. Their best players were out this game. And the Detroit Pistons still lost. They still lost. I don't know. I don't know who they could beat in the NBA right now. If they can't beat that team, if they cannot beat that Utah Jazz team, they're not beating anybody. They won't, they won't win a game for the rest of the year. If they cannot beat that Jazz team who played three games and four nights on the back end of a back-to-back at your home arena, if you can't beat them, done. You're not winning another game. You're not winning another game. This is rock bottom. This is by far rock bottom. That doesn't mean they won't continue to lose. But this right here, this right here, rock bottom. Rock bottom. Everything after that will just be at this level. But this was when you hit the lowest you could possibly hit. (sighs) Kay Cunningham. In the Pistons' most winnable game to snap the losing streak. In their most winnable game to do so. Kay Cunningham dropped 28 points, 10 assists, 6 rebounds, 45% from the field, 33% from the free throw or from deep, draw 7 free throws, 85%, made 6 to 7. He was a plus 1 in this game. That's what he did in their most winnable game. The Pistons vets decided to go ahead and compliment that in Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks by combining to go 4 of 16 for 13 points. 4 of 13 for 13 points. This is now in back, back-to-back times. The Detroit Pistons had chance. Their best chance at ending their losing streak, their vets didn't show up. Boyan has been fine in every other game, but these two games, he has not shown up. Both of them. Both the most winnable ones, he has not shown up. Alec Burks hasn't shown up in two months. In a game where Kay Cunningham has 28 on 45% shooting and Jane Ivey has 24 on 56% shooting, you still lose that game? If there, I don't know if there's another possible, better uh, uh, explanation, example 
of how bad this roster construction has to be when your two main core young guys have a game like this and you can't beat the, ha- the not they, that wasn't even really the Utah Jazz. Half those guys don't really even play for the Utah Jazz. You beat half of the Utah Jazz on the back-to-back three games of four nights on your home court. You couldn't beat them with those two guys playing like that. If you can't beat them with them playing like that, I don't, that if that isn't the biggest condemnation of how bad the roster construction is, I don't know what the hell is. I don't know what the hell is. This is as worse as it gets. If this right here doesn't spark change, if this doesn't make change happen, I don't think it's ever coming. I don't think it's ever coming. I told you guys that I was going to wait till December 25th to start asking for jobs, to start, you know, calling for people's jobs. We're not waiting for the 25th. I'm not waiting for the 25th. I'm going to go in a little deeper on that. I'll go in a little deeper on that in the second segment. The Pistons fan base at Little Caesars Arena was chanting, sell the team. Loud. And despite the fact this team was on a 24-game losing streak, this fan base actually showed up at Little Caesars Arena tonight. It was, it was more packed than it has been in any other game I've went to. They showed up tonight because they knew this was a chance they had to win to break the streak. They came out and did their part. They were loud. They showed up. And at the end of the game, This fan base was chanting, sell the team, fire Monty, and fire Weaver. Loud as you possibly could hear them. You heard them through the broadcast. I was told by many people watching at home. To the point where they turned off the mics through the broadcast, I was told. This is rock bottom. Rock bottom. The Pistons bench... Remember when Monty said he was going to shorten the rotation? They played 10 guys again tonight. When's the time that they shortened the rotation? When? Since he said that, when have they shortened the rotation? They've played 10 10 guys. I believe the game literally after that quote, he played 11 guys. So at what point was the shorting of the rotation actually going to happen? Because the Pistons starters were all in a positive plus minus, besides Boyan. Stu plus 12, Marvin plus 6, Jane Ivy plus 5, Cade plus 1. The bench, Asar minus 18, James Wiseman minus 16, Sasser minus 13, Livers minus 7, Burks minus 9. Every time the bench came in, this team went from looking like a bad NBA team to looking like the worst team ever assembled. This, this roster construction... What, what, what this roster construction, what, what this team has put on the floor around Kate Cunningham, around the other main young core guys, what, what they've put around, what this front office has put around them is not only disrespectful to them, not only hurts them, not only makes, them, makes their development harder, not only makes their career harder, not only sets them back and puts them at a disadvantage, it's disrespectful to every single Piston fan in the world. And yes, there's Pistons fans across the world. I've talked to them. I've had them reach out to me. There's many that listen to this podcast from Australia, from New England, or from not New England, but from England, from, uh, uh, I had one from South America. I had one from Brazil. There's fans, Pistons fans, 
all Italy. There's fans from all over the place of this team. And they are disrespecting. They're spitting in their hand and slapping every Piston fan across the face with what they put on this floor this season. Literally spitting in their hand and smacking them across the face. That's what this is. That's what this product is. That's what this roster construction is. It's shameful. It's absolutely shameful. And something needs to be done about it. These guys need to be held accountable. They need to be held accountable and right now. They are a national embarrassment. Woj is making Woj bombs about the Pistons losing streak continuing. ESPN's talking about them. Stephen A. Smith had a whole rant on his Stephen A. Smith show talking about how bad the Detroit Pistons are. They are a national embarrassment, a national black eye. And the Utah Jazz wrapped up a nice present, put a bow on top, even gave them some chocolate chip cookies and some milk with it. And a possible win inside that Christmas present. And Troy Weaver and the crew took that present, shipped it right back to Danny Ainge, and said, nah, we don't want it. Nah, we don't want it. We like coal. That's what they said. No more waiting. No more waiting. I'll tell you guys what I mean by that when we come back. Got to tell you guys, though, about one of our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA and get on your way to being your best self. Everybody needs help at different moments in their life. Everybody, including myself, everybody listening, nobody in this world has the, just the most perfect life. And everyone needs help at moments to get through that. And there's nothing wrong with trying out therapy. There's nothing wrong with going to better help to help yourself feel better about your life, about how you're going, how you're getting through life. Everybody could use some help. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to divide, define how you give to yourself. And the holidays are a great time to do that. So whether it's by starting therapy, going easier on yourself during the tough moments, or treating yourself to a day of complete rest, remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just simply fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and the best part about it is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you're not feeling it, you can switch therapists just like that. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockdownNBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockdownNBA today to get 10% off your first month. Give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Like I said, we're not doing all the other stuff, man. Thank you guys for making it your first listen. You guys know it. You guys listen all the time. You got. You guys understand the intro. You guys know what this means. We're not doing all the extra stuff. No more waiting. It's time. Told you guys I was going to wait to December 25th. Told you guys I was going to wait for then to start doing this. But after tonight, it's time. I watched Cade Cunningham. Now, I was not at this game tonight. Again, as a credential media member, I was there tonight as just someone coming in to enjoy, enjoy the game with my work, part of a work party. So I did not go to the press conference. I did not go you know, to the locker room or anything or talk to the players or anything. But from some that were there that have reached out to me, not only after this game did I see Kate Cunningham, 
who usually says something to one of the players on the other team, usually says some nice words, shakes hands, whatever. He was the first piston off the floor. And from my seat, it literally looked like he was holding back tears walking off the floor. And I was told by someone who was in there in the press conference room, when he walked into that press conference room, his eyes were bloodshot red. And it looked like he had been legit been, I don't want to say crying, but had tears in his eyes. They, this team has broken down each one of their players to their core. They have been broken down. They've been broken down. They are not being given a chance to win every single night. There is no reason when Cade has the game he did, when Jane Ivey has the game he did, and then you get a game like Marvin Bagley had, 22 on 10 of 12 shooting. There's no reason that you can't pull that game out against the Utah Jazz and what they put out there on their floor. There's no reason possible. And the only reason why they didn't is because of how terrible their roster construction is. So, here you have it. As of 11.13 p.m., December 21st, if I wake up tomorrow, if I wake up tomorrow, I have work in the morning. If I wake up tomorrow at 6.33 p- or a.m. and I don't see a notification on my phone saying that the Detroit Pistons have traded for somebody, if I have not seen a trade by the time I wake up, I was thinking about giving it by the time I clock out my shift tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Nope, not doing that. By the time I wake up, if there's no trade, Troy Weaver, I'm sorry. Listen, this is not, I don't feel like I'm being unfair. I don't feel like I'm being, you know, whatever you want to call it. I'm just calling it how I see it. it this is, at this point, 25 straight games, I don't think this is out of bounds. If there's not a trade by the time I wake up tomorrow, Troy Weaver, got to go. Got to go. Got to fire him. Tom Gores, you got to fire him. You got to move on. Or and tell him, you too. If by the time I wake up tomorrow, you guys don't make a move, I'm going to assume you guys are never going to make a move. They need to go. They need to go. At that point, I will be, I am going to be, I will tweet out as soon as I wake up if there is no notification. I will make sure everyone knows that I am now asking, damn near demanding, for their jobs to go. For their jobs to go. There is no excuse for what has happened. This has been nothing short of a catastrophic, historic failure. And what has happened because of it, not only is your franchise losing, not only are you making a once proud, historic, well-decorated franchise, a laughingstock, the black eye of the NBA, you are breaking your main players. You are breaking Cade Cunningham. You are breaking him down. He had 43 last game, still wasn't enough. Had a good game this game, damn near triple-double, 45% shooting. Yeah, he turned the ball over a little too much. Didn't play a perfect game, but damn sure played a good enough game to get his team a win. Didn't get it. You are, And he is damn near crying in a press conference. Damn near crying walking off the court. These guys are mentally broken down to their core. You have destroyed their confidence. You have destroyed their belief in their ability to win these games. And by doing that as well, you are putting them, you are delaying their development, and you have put them at a disadvantage in their NBA careers. You are not doing right by their NBA careers. You are not doing right by the Pistons fan base. You are not doing right by NBA fans. 
by what is on the floor right now. So if by the time I wake up tomorrow, there is not a move made. By the time I wake up tomorrow, I will be asking, damn near demanding, for the front office to be losing their jobs. To be losing their jobs. It is what it is. Don't feel like that's out of bounds. I think after losing 25 straight games, it's perfectly reasonable for people in the media to be asking for jobs. I think that's pretty reasonable. I don't think that's out of bounds. I don't think that's unprofessional. I think that's pretty pretty fair. If you disagree, let me know. Let me know if you think that's unfair. But I don't think so at all. At all. And I'm telling you guys this right now. I swear to God, it is taking every bit of professionalism I have to not go on this podcast and just let everything I know out. It's taking everything in me not to do it. Because I can tell you guys this right now. What I can tell you guys is it is an absolute mess. What you guys think is a mess on the floor? Yes, there's a mess on the floor. It is a mess everywhere. It's a mess right now. Not good at all. Again, it's not just on the floor that it's not looking good. It's not just on the floor that's a mess. It is bad. It's bad. And like I said, it's taking every bit of professionalism I have not to come on here and just blow everything up, okay? It's it's taking everything in me. But at the end of the day, I am a professional, so I cannot. But I'll tell you guys this. I am waiting, begging, cannot wait for the day that something does change, that people get fired, because my guy, you guys will hear some stuff. When they get fired, when, when, when some change eventually happens, Hopefully, if change ha- if change just never happens, then I, I'm sorry, guys. It is what I did my part. You know, I, I can't do anything else. You know, if nothing happens, then it is what it is. Can't do nothing about it. But I promise you guys, when stuff happens, I kid, I, I promise you, there's going to be some stuff you guys hear. The stuff is going to start coming out, and you guys will see how how bad this got, how bad what was going on the full story of everything. Hopefully that's my hope. It's, 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 there's no reason. There is not a single reason left to keep them around. If they don't make a move, if they don't make And even most people and fair enough, most people would make the argument. They shouldn't even get the chance to make the move. They shouldn't even get the chance to make the move. And I, I'm not even saying I disagree. I just would like to see a move made for the better, for, for the for the health of Cade, for Ivy, of every, all, all of them, all the main young core guys. That's what I'm hoping for. Okay, so look, I'm looking down my phone right now. Looking down at the phone right now because I just saw this comment from a, from a player who was formerly on the Pistons. And if this doesn't give you some insight to what I'm talking about, that I can't tell you guys right now. But some of the stuff I was just saying, that when stuff actually does change, you guys will see what's going on. Nerlens Noel commented, former Piston last year, Nerlens Noel commented on an Instagram post from Bleacher Report. He said, good group of players, their front office and coaches hurting them boys, no BS. He is not lying. He's not lying. I promise you guys. Oh, my God, dude. It... Oh, my God. Look, listen. I'm, I'm going to wrap this segment off here. And we'll move on to the next next segment. Because I, if I keep going, if, we, if I – oh, my goodness, dude. This is bad. This is bad, man. It's just it, – it, Tom, if you somehow – if you pay attention. I know you're paying attention, actually. Let me say this right now. I know you're paying attention, Tom. I know that you care. I can confirm that you care. I know that you are active. 
you need to make the decision. You need to make the decision. No more indecisiveness. I don't care. At, at this, what is it? 11.20 p.m., December 21st. Whoever is in charge at this moment in time, whether it's Troy Weaver at this time that's in charge now, or Arantelum has the power at this moment, or his son, or Monty Williams, whoever has the power at this moment of time, make a, make a, make a decision. And Tom, I, listen, Tom, there's a part of me that feels bad for you a little bit. You need to stop being indecisive. You need to do something. Make the decision. Do it. This is unacceptable. You know damn well you have to do something. Stop being indecisive. Just do it. Just do it. And by the time I wake up tomorrow and there's not something done, it's over with. It's over with. It's a straight over with. The streak is coming, man. You guys might as well get prepared for it. The streak is here. The streak is coming, and you might as well say it's here. Gonna keep going, man. We're gonna keep going, get everything out. Get everything off our chest when we come back. First, I've got to tell you guys about one of our sponsors, Price Picks. And despite how how upset and, and, and just disappointed and frustrated I am on the podcast, I am happy to tell you guys that Price Picks is the best daily fantasy option out there. It's personally my favorite daily fantasy option out there as well because of how easy it is, how fun it is, and the things that they have on this app. You might, you guys might be asking me, what is Price Picks? Well, it's a daily fantasy option. And you simply go on there, you pick more or less than two to six players, stat projections, and you watch the winnings roll in. And again, like I said, it's incredibly self-explanatory, and it has just about every sport possible on it, whether it's basketball, football, college, and professional, eSports. It has just about everything that you could imagine on price picks. And one thing that separates price picks from everywhere else is the fact that it has a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For anyone who's involved in fantasy knows that you have to deal with the injuries constantly, and it absolutely kills your entries all the time. Injuries can just kill it for you. Well, with price picks for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Price picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy so go to pricepicks.com slash locked in nba and use code locked in nba for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars. again that is pricepicks.com slash locked in nba and use code locked in nba for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars. that's what price picks daily fantasy made easy so i want to thank you guys again for making locked on pistons your first listen of every single day we're free and available on all your podcast platforms if you haven't already head to the youtube channel at locked on pistons hit that subscribe button or leave us a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. That's another great way to support the podcast. I actually did it for you. I had to do it one time. I had to at least do it one time. Nick, if you listen to this, you know, David, you know, if you guys listen to this, there you go. I, I, you look, I gave it there, but the, I couldn't do it the other ones, man. The streak is on the way. The Pistons are going to break this single, this season, single season losing streak. It's going to happen. This is what I'm going to say to you guys. This is what I can't say to you guys. And you guys can cash this check and take it to the bank. I can tell you guys this. If the Detroit Pistons keep going with this double big stuff, if they keep on going, playing two bigs where neither one can shoot, and don't tell me Isaiah Stewart can shoot, because I don't think even he thinks he can shoot right now. 
I know damn sure the defense doesn't think he can shoot, but I don't even think he thinks he can shoot right now. If they continue to play two bigs that cannot shoot together, that cannot space the floor, and cannot give Kay Cunningham space to do what he did, like we saw in that game when he dropped 43, when they went more five out, and Monty said after the game, yeah, you know, we tried to give Cade more space, and then they went, went ahead this game and played Isaiah Stewart and Marvin Bagley again. Right, right after that happened, they went right back to it. All I can say, all I can say right now, if they keep doing this, you will hear something. It won't be for, it, 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 you guys will hear something. Stuff will happen if they continue to do this. If they continue to run this double big lineup with no spacing, and, 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 and when, especially after, I'm asking you guys to please take me seriously here. Especially after he K dropped 43 when they gave him space and played with the space floor. Especially that. If they continue to run the two big lineup, it won't be me that you're hearing every day. It won't be me here. It won't be me you hear talk about it. You, you guys will hear something. You guys will see something. You guys take that for what you will. Read into that however you want. But I can promise you guys that if it continues to happen, you guys will hear something. The Pistons better stop. They need to stop. It's been two years of trying this BS. The double big stuff doesn't work. It does not work. It works when you have unicorns. It works when you have a Kristaps Porzingis and an Al Horford. It works when you have guys who actually are versatile offensive players. That's when double bigs make sense. But you then you're not even actually running double bigs because you just have you're just running your best five on the floor basically because they're all versatile offensive players. When you're running double bigs with guys who aren't versatile bigs, you you I don't even really it's not even like you're really even running two double bigs. It's like you're just running bad players. That's basically what you're doing. You're just basically conceding lose, losing. Like it doesn't make any sense and it's been so clear. Since K was drafted, heck, and you know what? Don't have to. Don't even have to say K. Also, Ivy, but it helps Ivy too, obviously. But it's been so clear since you drafted Cade that all he needs is space. And you know what? Damn it, forget it. Cannon sat right here. Cade's brother, Cannon, he sat right here, right here in this room. And no, he didn't come right out and say it. But damn it, I am for him. They don't like the double big stuff. Cade does. Cade is. If you think, if you guys think honestly, if you guys honestly think that anybody, the fans, if you think anyone thinks that the double big stuff is a good idea with non-shooters at the big man position, you guys are fooling yourselves. And that's not breaking news. That's just common damn sense. That talk to anybody. That's just common sense, dude. That's just common sense. Just read in between the lines. Go watch me and Cannon's interview. Just read in between the lines. It's very clear. Just reading in between the lines and reading emotions. If the Pistons, like, there's all kinds of ifs. There's so much stuff wrong with this team right now, man. And it's, 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 it's going to kill me, too. It's going to kill me because the Pistons have some promising young players. They really do. The Cade, I think, is him. Ivy is really damn good. Really good young prospect. Asar, you guys know how I feel about Asar as a prospect. Jalen Dern, another good young prospect. Those four guys should be a really good young core to at least start with. 
maybe you end up moving one of them. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. But as a starting point, that should be a damn good young core. And the fact that this team has done multiple over after over and, and, and over again, wrongly putting pieces around them to, to hurt them and, and make this worse and not develop them and put the right pieces around them. I can't, I like it. I cannot fathom it. I just cannot fathom. I, I cannot believe the Pistons are here. I can't believe this is where they're at right now because they should not be at this point. They had plenty of cap space to do something. They have plenty of flexibility to do something with the core four that they have, the actual core four that they have and the cap space that they had this season should have not even come close to happening like this. It should not have even come close to happening like this. If they keep going on, if this, if, if nothing changes and they keep going with the double big stuff and they don't fire somebody and they don't trade somebody, if that, if this just keeps going on, it won't be me. You hear from that, that is breaking your guys' hearts. It, it won't be, it will be, you guys will start to hear some reports. You guys will start to hear some stuff like this has to stop. This has to stop, man, before it gets out of hand. It, actually, no, it has gotten out of hand, but it has to get, it has to changes needs to happen before there's a point of no return, a point of no return. And God, man, I, I am, if it gets to that point where there's a point of no return, damn it, man, I'm going to be so pissed and so, so disappointed and just so saddened, saddened. If it gets to that point, this is rock bottom, man. This, this is just straight up rock bottom. Just, just absolutely, like in every which way possible, this is rock bottom. And I, let me end it off with this. Last thing I'll say. The Pistons have lost 25 games in a row. They are competing with the 1973 Philadelphia 76ers. This is the worst team of all time. They are a national embarrassment right now. They are getting made fun of by everyone. They are getting talked about negatively. There's talk about moving them out of Detroit. Moving them out of Detroit. Detroit's one of the only cities that have all four sports teams, all four main sports teams. Detroit is a rich city of, 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 of history, a very rich history. This franchise is a very rich history, well-decorated franchise. There is talk of moving them out of Detroit. At... at at where we are right now, I want someone to tell me anything that I've said is unfair or out of bounds. Because I think at this point, everything's fair game. And telling it like it is, I'm sorry, you got to deal with it. You brought it upon yourself. I don't feel bad. It is what it is. It is what it is, man. Nothing. I don't feel like anything I've said was out of bounds or, or unfair at all. You don't want these things said about you? Shouldn't lose 25 straight games and compete for the worst NBA, NBA season of NBA history. And get a, a, a very a rich, historic city and franchise getting talked about being moved out of Detroit. Don't want that to happen? How about you don't cause this to happen? You wouldn't get it then. That's all I've got for you guys, man. Thank you guys for listening. Catch you guys in the next one. Stay safe out there. Thank you guys for making Lockdown Piss since your first listen. Till next time, man. Hopefully we're talking about some change that happened. Till next time, peace out.